thanks for joining us for this episode of the ASHA podcast. I'm Fred Wine, and we're going to talk about older adults, medications, and some of the issues that emerge with taking these meds, including sexual side effects. At ASHA, we really see this as part of a larger ongoing conversation around sex during the golden years. We know that a healthy sex life is an important part of overall quality of life, and that doesn't change simply because we get older. But of course, as we age, health issues crop up that often mean we're taking more medications and you know this can impact sexual functioning. So today we're talking with Dr. Leah Johnson, a clinical consultant pharmacist supervisor in California who has a special interest in sexual health among older people. Dr. Johnson, welcome. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you so much, Fred, for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, this is long overdue as well, because we've been really looking at issues of, of sexual health and aging. And so this is a, a really specialized area of focus for us that we've never really dealt with. So let me just dive in. I mean, I think pharmacists are often overlooked as, as healthcare providers, which is really what they are. And so tell us, how can a pharmacist help with medication issues? So pharmacists actually are the number one leading experts of medication. So they, over any other healthcare professional, just because that is what we were trained to do. Um, so we're, uh, and nurse practitioners or uh, physicians or PAs are great with diagnostic skills. Pharmacists really come in to really help out and with the medication education, as well as information about medication in general, how to help people and potentially what to change to help better your life because in general pharmacists actually believe that the less medication is the best and so we try our best to actually remove as many medications as possible so that your body can function naturally and really only have the minimal medications needed to make sure that the function that the functioning of the body runs properly um, do you ever run into any pushback with the, uh, with, with the prescribers about that? You may want to take something out there like maybe, well, hold on, not so fast there. Is that ever, ever a little bit of tension there? So actually there's lots of tension there, but that's only because there's, um, we need, to, we're still in the process of forming a dialogue between, uh, people who prescribe such as, like I said, nurse practitioners, PAs and physicians. Um, I try to not use the word doctor because pharmacists are doctors and many other practitioners are doctors, but they're not diagnosticians. So um, with physicians, PAs, and NPs, um, I find that a lot of times they don't know what a pharmacist is able to offer, so they're hesitant, but the, but the, but the pr uh, prescribers who do know uh, what a pharmacist is able to do and what knowledge we can bring to the table, it's amazing how much better the patient's outcomes turn out when they utilize a pharmacist's knowledge. So what, which types of medications can actually cause sexual side effects? And I guess a broader question, what are some of those side effects? So there are actually many medications that can cause sexual side effects. Um, some of the most common ones um, are actually antidepressants, especially the newer antidepressants. Um, some of those, uh, for example, again, I'm not with any drug company or anything, but so I'm just, um, just giving out the information. So um, medications such as Lexapro, um, such as Paxil, such as Celexa, all of these actually do have the potential of causing um, some si uh, having sexual side effects. Medications such as Wellbutrin uh, can cause a couple, as well as um, the um, as as well as uh, sertraline, even as well, which mm. is known as Zoloft. So some of the actual um, 
effects that these cause, uh, for a lot of them at these medications, they can actually cause abnormal ejaculation for a, a lot of the people and also a reduced libido. And that's what we see for the biggest issue is that reduced libido. And some of these, they, you know, between, you know, they actually can cause erectile dysfunction, not all of these meds, but they, each one of these can cause a different sexual health deficiency. So this is when it's really effective to bring a pharmacist involved and to say, hey, well, I'm on this medication, it's working well for my depression, but, honestly, I'm having all these sexual issues now, and is there an alternative? So that's really where the pharmacist can help, is giving an alternative where the medication would still help the antidepressant effect, but at the same time won't cause the side effect of the sexual health dysfunction. Who is primarily affected by the issue of reduced libido? So well, it, it all based on uh, research. So usually reduced libido, if it's generalized, it usually means a generalized reduced libido. It's usually more common for men, but it is generalized uh, across the board for the for the medications that do cause it. Um, sometimes you find that it's uh, again more so in the men, but it's it's usually on both sides. And also with age, also females do see a, a decreased libido across the line. Okay, so if someone is uh, taking medication that's causing sexual side effects, what, what can they do? So um, there's a couple things you could do. There's always the option of calling your prescriber's office, your physician's office. But very often it's very difficult to get in touch with the physicians because they're very, very busy and have a very tight schedule. You can actually go to your local pharmacy and speak to a, your pharmacist that you should, that, you know, you should always trust your pharmacist. They're another there are one of the many doctors you're seeing in your field. So, you know, it's always important to trust your pharmacist. And once you find a pharmacist you trust, definitely speak with them and explain to them, hey, you know, I have this medication. I'm having these problems. Is there a chance that this medication might be causing my sexual health issues? And then if so, you know, ask the pharmacist, what are some options you can take? What are some changes you can make? And it's really great to work with your local pharmacist because they can give suggestions and then, you know, they can even contact the doctor for you and let, and let the doctor know, hey, your patient um, is having issues with decreased libido. Uh, they're on this medication that might be causing it. I would, you know, this might be a good recommendation to take this alternative medication, which will still help with the ailment that the medication is fixing. However, it will not cause the decreased libido side effects. So it's always great to work together with your pharmacist and the pharmacist can help you work with your doctor to get you on a better regimen that won't cause these negative side effects. What about someone who's having sexual side effects or, or just say some sexual issues, but they're not caused by medication? What, what's your advice for them? Again, uh, speaking to your local pharmacist is really helpful. There's actually a ton of over-the-counter medications that are actually better for you than a lot of the prescription medications. A lot of women, especially when they hit the elderly realm, find that they get some dryness in the vaginal area, um, their libidos decrease just naturally, and a lot of other um, just general side effects, a lot of dryness, itchiness. And a lot of times people are prescribed these estrogen and these all these other hormonal medications and very often you could just solve these problems with natural over-the-counter lubrication or even some basic anti-itch creams from over-the-counter and it's very very important to really speak to somebody who's knowledgeable in these types of products such as your local pharmacist 
And then they can explain to you, hey, try these out before you go see your doctor. I mean, when it comes to more increased um, ailments such as erectile dysfunction, yes, those questions should definitely go to your prescriber because they'll be the ones that know, you know, that would be able to give you a medication for that actual ailment. But a lot of people misuse um, these types of medications for erectile dysfunction. A lot of the times it's just that sadly they've lost a physical attraction to their partner. And sadly, these medications don't fix the lack of sexual attraction you have. They only fix the availability of blood to engorge in the proper mm. area. So really, it's really great to speak to the pharmacist because all the side effects, all the issues, the pharmacist really can kind of gear you into, you know, some suggestions on what to do. And I'm thinking sometimes a pharmacist might actually be more accessible, say, than, um, than an NP or a physician just because of workload and just having some face-to-face -face time. Absolutely. And to be honest, like, for especially for a local pharmacist, they love, you know, they, when they have a chance to actually speak to a patient on something such as medication help, as opposed to why didn't my insurance company pay for this or, exactly. where do, or, or where's, where, you know, where's the milk, you know, they get really, they really appreciate being able to utilize their skill that they've spent, you know, so long to get their doctorate. They love that they get that opportunity to be helpful for a patient. Are there any resources, websites, things you might recommend uh, for the listeners just to, to click and learn more? Uh, that part's a little difficult. It's actually the opposite. I actually would gear away from websites. Um, I find that WebMD and that Google are one or two of the worst things when it comes to looking up issues. Um, the best things you actually can do is if you're wondering if your medication causes a side effect, go to the manufacturer of that drug. Mm -hmm. So, you know, go to Pfizer, go to uh, go to Bristol Myron Squibb, go to any of those websites and they will actually, you can actually call in and say, you know, I'm a, I, you know, I'm a patient. I'm taking this medication. Is there a chance this medication might be causing this side effects, you know, or you can go to their website and see if they have a list, but it's great to get clarification from the manufacturer because they would know based on their research from their studies if the medication can cause that issue. When you go on Google or WebMD, it's almost the most dangerous thing you can do because you're gonna read all this extra information, half of it's correct, half of it's not correct, and it's, there's really no good way of deciphering it. So really the manufacturer of these drugs are the best companies to reach out to because they would definitely have the proper information. All right. Well, we've covered a lot of ground today, and I get the feeling this is probably, we should look at this as the beginning of our conversation, not not the end of it. So I hope you'll come back and talk with us um, some more. So thank you, uh, Dr. Leah Johnson. We really appreciate your insights into, uh, into what pharmacists can do. And like I said at the beginning, I think they're really overlooked as members of the healthcare provider team because they aren't healthcare providers. Absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting me. This was great. Yeah, glad to do it. Thanks again. And thanks to everyone who downloads and listens to this podcast. We'll have more to come. So check back often. We're online, of course, at ashasexualhealth.org. And of course, follow us on Twitter at InfoAsha and be our friend on Facebook. You can also sign up on the website to receive our update emails and we'll let you know what's happening in the world of sexual health and when we roll out new resources just like this podcast with Dr. Johnson. So until next time, this is Fred Wine for Asha. So long, everybody.